Marie. And I'm Georgie. Coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. This is Creative Clinks. And welcome back to another episode. This time, well, by the time this one goes up, this will be after Tiny Giraffe, which I so unfortunately missed. Oh, I'm so devastated. Damn migraines. But I'm here. We're ready. And let's dive into it. So this episode came to me when Barbie and I were chatting as per usual. We're like, what will we talk about today? And it's going to be all around inspiration, how to stay inspired, and especially what it's like being in a lull of being very uninspired because man, oh man, does that come up and people just don't talk about it. So here we are. How are you doing, Barbie? I'm okay, Georgie. I'm actually really, really excited. I feel like it has been way too long since it's just been you and I chatting and I really missed you. Oh, I really missed you. I just missed our little one-on-one chats. And so I'm very excited just to do this off cuff tonight. And um, I'm hoping you're going to help inspire me as well, to be honest. Oh, I really hope so. And look, ditto with the feelings, because I do feel like it has been so long since we've actually sat down and just talked complete smack. Uh, So without further ado, let the smack continue. The concept of talking about inspiration as a creative really came from a recent trip to Melbourne. For those who really know me, I don't do spontaneous shit. I don't do things. I plan and I plan and I plan. Or I plan so much that I put things off. But from this chaotic experience comes this episode. Barbie, you're not fully informed on this, so I'd love your real reaction to my stupidity. (laughs) All right, let's do it. So, So it all began with planning out this trip to Melbourne, I tried to scour the internet, find the cheapest deal on accommodation and flights. <laughs> Got the accommodation at Ridge's freshly renovated, beautiful suite. And I'm like, heck yeah, we got like $400 off. This is awesome. Started like that. So I thought, yeah, Georgie's winning. Georgie can spontaneously plan things. Then I booked my flights and I sat on that, mulled on that price point for a day. And then I thought the next one, I went, no, let's book it. We're not going to find any better. Found a flight though, a return flight for about $100 less than what I was previously looking at. And I went, bloody hell, I'm winning. I'm glad I waited, booked it. Then it got to a point when I was about four days before leaving that I checked my calendar. And for some reason, I saw the automatic calendar booking in my calendar. Same calendar a lot here. But I saw the booking for a Tuesday saying my return flight. And I went, oh, that's funny. I meant to come back on Sunday. Then I looked at my flight confirmation. And yeah, Georgie booked her return flight on a Tuesday instead of a Sunday. So that's about two extra days that I did not anticipate. That you did not save money for. Anyway, went to my wonderful boss and he went, oh, good. Do you work from Melbourne? Perfection. Everything's working well. Georgie's winning. Georgie's winning. Then I got to Melbourne and my friend that I was staying with advised me we booked the accommodation in USD. Oh, shit. Not Georgie. AUD. <gasps> Yeah. $400 that I thought I, people, PSA, don't book through Trivago. And if you do check the currency you're booking through, because do you reckon Georgie checked? No. And I like how I had that long pause to really see that sink in of USD. So that was about double the anticipated budget. So anyway, I thought, no, 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 it won't ruin the trip. 
trip is fabulous. It's so fine. Oh, yeah. So let's fast forward to now it's the Tuesday. I'm meant to leave and finished up my work. And we thought, you know what? Let's go to the gallery and went through, saw some awesome pieces. And then I was moseying back to the hotel and I'm like, oh God, we're making good time. Let's just head to the airport and just mosey, you know? Then I thought I need plane snacks because Jetstar does not provide snackage. So I'm sitting in Woolies for about 15 minutes too long trying to decide what snack. Then we got in the Uber to to get to the airport and I could see him plug it in in the maps and then I saw the anticipated arrival time and I went, what's the arrival time, my guy? And he said, oh, you know, 4.52. And I went, yeah, cool, I'm missing my flight home. Oh, my God. And it's all sinking in that I'm not making my flight home. I then have now 30 minutes to stew on this horrible outcome that I put myself into. And my friend was like, oh, you know, it'll be fine. Like, let's look for other flights. I went, "Uh, I know that's the logical thought process, but I need to sit here and I need to be in my head before you and Abdul, my amazing Uber driver, shout out Abdul, you're awesome because he tried to fang it there and he did his best. So thought, you know what, I'll call Jetstar, see if they feel sorry for a girl that's about to cry. So I rang them and went, hey, I know that I'm about to miss my flight, but do you reckon you could phone some friends and just just <laughs> wait the right. one damn minute? And he said, but when do you reckon you'll get there? And I went, literally one minute, like I literally will just miss boarding. And he went, nah, you'll have to forego that flight and get a new one. I went, Cool, 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 beans. Looked on Jetstar's website. Do you reckon they have any more flights? No. No. I can't I can't transfer to another Jetstar flight. No. So then I get in there and like classic movie style, I'm running and I'm running. And then I stop just before departures. Because also dumb Georgie thought if I online check in, they can't leave without me. Newsflash people, yes, they can. So I'm running, 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 and then I stopped before the escalator and looked up at the boarding TV thing about flights. I saw my flight go from boarding to closed all in one motion. Do you reckon I cried like a little baby? Yes. Yes, I did. Do you reckon <laughs> I had 50 people stop me to go, you okay? Even though I look like a disaster, I'm a walking spicy mess, but no, I'm fine. Oh, Georgie. So anyway, long story short, I got the last flight out of Melbourne to Newcastle with Qantas. Shout out to Qantas. Those girls were absolutely amazing. The service was awesome. And as well as I got fed and I got wined. Hang on, no, no, sorry. Did you have to pay for another flight? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I paid for three flights. (laughs) So... How much was that flight? Oh, do you want to say it on air? Well, oh, I'm so fine with it. Does your mum know about this? Oh, yeah, I cried to her and I pretty much hung up as well. Sorry, mum, for my my freak out. Um, Post-Georgie, disaster Georgie has reflected she is sorry. She loves you. She knows you were helping. But at that time, emotional me couldn't handle it, so I did hang up on her. I love you. I'm sorry. Um so the last minute flight which was the last seat on the last flight otherwise I was sleeping in the airport until my 5am potential backup flight with Jetstar so then uh so it was $200 so that was my weekend last week (laughs) and so that was stressful 
Uh, and then I had to cancel on a friend who was coming to pick me up because I cried to her going, I don't know if I'm coming home. You do you tonight. And then I phoned another friend and they wonderfully swooped in and saved the day and got me a hot chockey instead of finding alcohol because I was pretty sure I was going to go on a bender for a Tuesday night. Yeah. But how this all led to inspiration. Yeah, that's what that- I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a really long segue. Look, if you wanted to feel better about yourself, you just got a literal 10-minute preview of how things could be horrible and as well as really sad for your bank account when you're about to fly out to the US of A in a few weeks. So that's okay. I had fun, saw some beautiful shows. So pretty much the reason why I'm feeling so rejuvenated after an absolute shit show of a trip is because bring it back to basics. I was feeling design-wise super uninspired, super flat feeling like I was just hitting this brick wall and just by being a tourist it reminded me what I should be doing every day is treat design like a tourist explore galleries explore museums go to shows see other creatives in their element and oh my goodness I don't know about you Barbie but I feel like it is absolutely infectious when I can view and admire other creatives a hundred percent wow so there's like a pot of gold at the end of this really hang on i was gonna say rainbow but it wasn't much much of a rainbow i think it was a stairway from hell (laughs) but i got to the top and now i'm back on you know planet earth and and earth is better than hell so (laughs) wow okay so even after everything the trip was still worth it georgie oh my god yeah for those who don't know please tell me that you've seen the show cat dog no. What is it? If the full all the kids out there, do yourself a favor and find the show Cat Dog. It is an amazing cartoon by Cartoon Network. And do you reckon I came home with a beautiful souvenir on my ankle? Oh. Yes, I did. Oh, oh, oh my god. Are you is that a tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Probably blew out the budget too, but that's okay. <laughs> On top of how much you paid in US dollars for accommodation you thought you were saving money on extra nights as well, plus the extra flights, Mm. you also decided to get a tattoo on your ankle of, sorry, what is it called? A cat dog. It's a cat dog. And for those who really need this described, it's like a sausage dog, but have two heads. So instead of a butt, you have a cat on the end and that's cat dog. Okay. So very quickly, I need to know what, Mm. what's so special about cat dog and why are you so inspired by cat dog that you need to put it on your ankle? Mm. Mm. So this all comes back to this juicy concept, right? So I was inspired by this because one day I just got super espresso depresso, which everyone is allowed to have those moments. So I stalked myself on Instagram because I was like, what? why wallow in self-pity of other people? So I stalked myself, just re-inspired me of the headspace I was in at those times when those moments were captured. I could, because look, I don't take many photos. So when they do, I feel like I can really remember the moment. Okay. Um, and then, so I came across a post of me and a friend from school and he had a cat dog t-shirt and in the photo I'm pointing to it and he's pointing to it and we're all like cool kids because like yay we're 18 and so swaggish I saw it and I went that is it that's what I'm getting I love this this is it and that's purely where that inspiration came from is from literally stalking myself seeing it in a photo and I went 
that's it. I've got it. Shout out to Fine Line Tattoos. If you're in Melbourne and want really awesome artwork for tattoos, you must go. So so it kind of started with that. <laughs> Your face is hilarious right now. Uh, so it started with that. And all within the same week for work, I tuned into the design conference at Brisbane. And just even listening to the keynote speakers, it just really reinvigorated me to go bigger, go better. And get back to the basics of what I need to do for inspiration. But ideally, then from there, it flowed on to just walking around Melbourne, seeing the street art where there are such low standards there. Like there's, you can do whatever and there's no real judgment. Like, yes, people will later critique it, but it's not in such a public format that you shouldn't have fear over what you create and it should just be this freedom of expression. And it was so awesome seeing the different styles of creatives, the ones that are super, super talented with being able to create these artworks on the wall that are detailed, send a really great message, or even, you know, to the people who clearly are beginners, like you could see that difference. And I think that's awesome is that there's people trying, you know, a different medium for their art and self-expression. Then it all then followed on to, we went and saw, highly, highly recommend if you can, the musical Midnight. It's a rewrite of the of Cinderella and it was so good, like humorous, funny in the writing. And because my role really commands a lot of copywriting and creating a tone of voice and communicating brands, that just re-inspired me of like, you can be so playful, you can, but still be serious and still communicate the same message. But just having that really creative element of taking it in another direction that people don't expect, that really reinvigorated me again with my copywriting and being able to analyze brands and bring it all down to that. And then we also went to a comedy show. I don't know if you've heard of Tom Ballard. I know if you'll see his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we went and saw him live. It was so funny, really intimate crowd at a really cool local comedy club, Comedy Republic. Wonderful reference by our upcoming guest, by the way. Uh, I'm going to leave that Easter egg in there. But ideally, it just another another medium again and being inspired to be loud and proud and have commentary and entertain people is at the end of the day is you're drawing in the audience and the eyes and getting them involved somehow to enjoy it rather than you know the very mainstream things you come across it's not very engaging it's not very it won't stop you in your tracks and that really pulled me back to my main ethos of how I approach design is that I want to be so shocking for whatever of course suitable shocking for whatever industry and client but just be, make you stop and make you question what you're looking at and make you really focus rather than everything. Like even if you get, if you read a really poor written sentence, your brain automatically fixes the sentence so you don't notice. And so I really want to be able to challenge that with my art or with my design or my copy and how I approach projects. And so that's really where I brought it all back to was just being really inspired by other creatives and looking at it, different industries. Don't be looking directly at graphic design, like going to the gallery. So many awesome artworks even there was a whole video clip on just the cuts of David Attenborough breathing and it went for like two minutes straight (laughs) it was it's just stupid but it's brilliant all at once and I just was like why not do passion projects that have no point whatsoever but it's entertaining and can keep fueling and keep your cup full for design I feel like at the moment, like if I could be an emoji, my face would be like a combination of that one with like the hands that are up on its face. You know, that one like that. Ah! 
yes. and also like eyes wide open and just like brain explosion emoji. So if we could put the three of them together, that's currently how I am feeling listening to your story. But at the same time, oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So you just said, you said a couple of things that I just like, this is exactly actually Georgie what I needed. So I loved it when you said freedom of expression and like people being so fearful of, I guess, doing whatever they want to do for fear fear of judgment or whatever it might be, even though it's something that's creative. Um, So I love that and I'd like to try and maybe somehow delve further into that. And I just love how you've come back, like you said, that you just want to be whoever you can be and doesn't matter how crazy it is, just be accepted for who you, you want to be as an artist, as a graphic designer, as a copyright, as whatever it might be that you've found mm. inspiration from, from, or you figured out that it doesn't matter who people want you to be. You just want to be who you are. And I think that is so, so incredible because you're always constantly talking about how, you never feel good enough or maybe you kind of feel a little Mm. bit outside the box um, compared to other people. I know, you know, the, the different things that you go through in, in that creative head of yours. So to hear you just say, I, I'm happy to be different and I'm happy to push myself Mm. and be someone that maybe people don't expect, I think is absolutely incredible. I believe some people call this growth, question oh, mark. Oh, growth. <laughs> no, our Georgie can't be growing. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I know, right? That bitch doesn't photosynthesize. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this is not what I expected. No, I, I knew you wouldn't know where I was going with this either. So I'm like, I'm going to keep this so vague and yep. keep it to the real raw and just keep you so underprepared. So then it's like you're a listener. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, like, so I guess my key takeaways for myself would just be that keep doing tourist stuff. Don't like, who cares if it's lame? Who cares if it's your hometown? You've been to that museum. Like even when I lived in Sydney, I went to MoMA so many times, like it changes constantly. So going to those, it's supporting local and those local creatives, as well as just being able to be like, I, when I went and saw Midnight, oh my God, I was just in awe. I was like the, the talent from children through to old people. I'm not being discriminatory, just describing, but just the, the caliber of people. And I was like, far, like the dancing, the singing. And I, I even took note to, and took the time to watch characters who were not the main character during a scene and seeing how they, they held their character. They keep, kept going. There, there was no drop in the, oh, the focus isn't on me. I'll let it go. It's just, they held it the whole time. And I was just thinking, this is awesome just by watching these artists and just connecting with different artistic communities I found that it's just re-motivated me and I'm like oh I it's like mad FOMO I just don't want to miss out but that's me let's check in on Barbie and how she's going with her inspiration oh god I'm gonna be sounding like such a downer now compared to your story oh yeah I'm not feeling inspired whatsoever Georgie and like so it's now making me try and figure out why and where I need to find that. And I think it's because I am just so focused on trying to find business rather than actually like concentrate on improving my skills or finding design inspiration that, yeah, will help with better outcomes with what I do. 
I'm exhausted by just Mm. being in this career at the moment, you know, Mm. as you know, Friday night, I won an award, which is nice, but I feel nothing about it. (laughs) Like literally Mm. nothing about it. Um, I'm just like, oh yeah, I I, I think I feel a bit of a little bit like, does it even make a difference? Um, probably not. Mm. It doesn't make a difference. And yeah. So, and so that's making me think, God, Barbie, you're not even proud of something you've just achieved. Like when is, when are you ever going to feel good enough about what you do? I definitely need inspiration from some form. Yeah. And we, you know, I think where I normally get my inspiration, like outside of what you call design, um, you know, obviously I dance and I've been teaching and that's been great, but we're on a break from teaching at the moment. And now I feel like a little bit numb in the creative world. Um, I actually realized Mm. that I really enjoyed teaching dance because that was always my form of like escapism for me to be able to like be Mm. someone who I'm not um, in everyday life or even in my career. And now that that's kind of stopped, um, I'm feeling just like, yeah, numb. I'm feeling, yeah, I just Mm. feel like nothing, absolutely nothing. And so Mm. then I start going down that rabbit hole of looking at like comparing myself to other people, which is what I've been doing, Um, seeing especially like I'm really active on LinkedIn. I don't follow a lot of people on like let's say Instagram or anything like that. And so I'm seeing what people are doing in their careers and on LinkedIn Mm. and I'm feeling like I'm just comparing myself and going, oh, my God, what am I doing my worthiness is like at, a, of an, at an all-time low and I want to be doing stuff that I'm not doing. Yeah, and it feels like what I'm trying to achieve is just so far away from where I want to be. So I do know, and I know that that mindset is like it's continuing, continuing this cycle of like not achieving things because I'm in that mindset anyway. But I just kind of feel like I'm feeling a little bit like self-pity, like, what about me? And even an award can't. Correct. It oh, still doesn't no. make me feel good. It still doesn't make me feel good. You know, it's funny, like even when I got the award, I sent Sean a, you know, a picture of me holding the award. And he's like, you know, as he does, he's like blowing up on a text to me like, oh, my God, and oh, you're amazing. And I, and I was just like so dismissive of it, hey. And he's like, don't do that to mm. yourself because you work so hard, Barbie. I'm like, yeah, I do, mm. but I still don't feel anything <laughs> from it. I feel so, such little joy from this. It's not funny. I got external validation, but the validation still meant nothing. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's probably the hard thing where you've got to probably now is the best time to really try to catch yourself and reset yourself because if even – because. I am a notorious external validator. So I feel like I can really understand what you're going through. And it's 
definitely I can't say I've actually been to the point where I've won something I don't win often so I I can't say I've ever been to the point where I've won something and just gone you know what I just don't give it I don't care so I've never been at that that point so I can't fully empathize with you on that level but I guess it's gonna this is gonna be your dead ringer of an alarm bell to go oh okay if I keep going where I'm going like nothing is going to pull me back and if even that can't pull you up even a smidgen then it's like I feel like I've got to call the creative ambulance (laughs) to come and get you just because it's like that's such a hard space to be in and it's the even the hardest part is is that you can it's a lot of hard work to get out of it and um yeah that just really sucks that you're on the other end of the spectrum at the moment And I almost feel like, and I know this is probably it too, that like, I'm just like totally giving out desperate vibes, just like something satisfy me, you know? And so everything's very desperate. So I get into that mind frame where I'm just like, okay, well, Barbie, you can still be proactive, even though you're not feeling, you know, great at the moment. So I'll start sending emails to people or like to people who really, I wouldn't normally try and engage with, but just because I'm, I'm desperate you know, like I'm desperate for some Mm. satisfaction. Uh, Yeah. I know that's not how the universe works. And then I get even more annoyed because I'm like, they haven't responded to me. (laughs) Even these people who I'm actually, (laughs) these people who I'm actually not even really interested in, but because I'm so desperate at the moment, I sent them an email or try to contact it, contact them to say, Hey, let's do something together. They still haven't responded to me and now I'm pissed, you know? So, like, I'm going through this creative grieving process, okay, where I was, like, depressed and now I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. So Should um, be the five stages of creative, like, uh, burnout. (laughs) Yes. It's, like, uh, uninspired, uh, desperate anger and then I need to come up and fine-tune the other two points but I feel like we're really building on something here. hundred percent well the end one should be like find inspiration again obviously or closure or something like that mm. but yeah I've gone through all those three obviously yeah uninspired what we say desperate angry and now I'm angry I'm in the angry stage and then maybe I'm going to get to the depressed stage yeah, probably. Probably going to wind yeah. up in the depressed, sad, mm-hmm. sadness, depression stage. And then yeah. I feel like we need to end it on a positive note that you then, because then it's a cycle, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, end can be slap and reset. I like slap that. Slap and reset. Oh, we're, mm. we're writing these down and we are putting it on ex- like, ex- <laughs> yeah, we, we are like putting these out to the universe. Make it a poster. That- yeah, we're making a poster. Mm-hmm. Third stage of uh, creative, what do we call it? Like creative grief at the moment. It's definitely a vicious cycle that always will come around. It's then just building that resilience each time it does and then just doing that smidgen. Just a, it's all it takes is a smidgen, just a little bit better every time. And then you just become more resilient and bounce back faster and not feel that this is a pit of despair that will never ba- never come out of because you'll always come out of it. You'll always come out on top. And the work, not that you need validation from me, is just on bloody fire, thank you. Um, the worst part is, is I feel like in these when you're in these phases is that no one else can get you out except for yourself, which is the worst part. And 
I think, you know, you can always seek and, and do those extra things that will help with getting out. And that might be seeking not validation, but just even like a bit of a pep talk from someone, whether or not it's more personal life focused, business focused, specific project focused, but even just getting that little pep talk can really help just switch that mode and start it being back on that climb and moving. Let's skip stage four of depression and let's just go slap restart. There's the ebbs and flows. Uh, I'm a bloody negative Nelly nearly every second episode. So <laughs> this is a rare occasion that I can like toot that I've kind of figured a little bit out. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely hard. And just it's, it's the journey of a creative and probably all industries really. I'm sure everyone can relate to some like just copy paste, insert new words here and we're pretty much actually we may as well become psychologists screw our degrees with billy blue let's just we've skipped past to yeah we're fully certified from billy blue as psychologists in in business right (laughs) surely i'm sure we could do a master's in like psychology now and this is like our um real life work experience um internship we're doing for ourselves We've clocked up the hours. We don't need to do that last module or that last class. We've done it. Just refer to our podcast. Same like exactly. shameless self-plug. So what do, what do you think, Barbie, your next steps for this project, re-motivation and re-inspiration? Yeah, I, I will try and take something from what you've just experienced and, and just going, you know, I just get out and do something different. Um, you know, what? I'm sick of being engulfed in these four walls at home. And as much as like I have a new office and it's pretty cool and I do like being in my office now. Um, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, it's just I need to get out of my current environment um, and find something creative. And But you know what, too? Like I'm actually, oh, I'm a bit of a like a – like. I'm a bit envious of people at the moment too. So I've got a lot of jealousy going on when I see people doing projects that I'm like, I can do that. Why wasn't I hired for that? So I'm going through that. Hey, that is still anger, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anger and jealousy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like it, it's all green, it's all red, it's and it all, all fits exactly. in the same bubble. Um, so, yeah, I really, and I hate that about who, how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, but that's just because I'm not happy with where I'm at. Mm. Yeah, maybe I just need to go and do something a little bit different and just focus on that. Hey, okay, if I need to get myself motivated and feel, you know, creative again, where do I go? Yep, try and do something different, Barbie. So maybe I need to go see a musical or maybe I do need to go to the art museum or something like that because I haven't done that for so long, Georgie. I have not done that for so Mm -hmm. long. And, yes, and I too have been – Netflix binging and I need to be doing something different because I am stagnant at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick again and I get sick when I'm stressed and this is the reason behind it. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Mm. I send all my creative yummy juices your way into the air and <laughs> and really hope that yeah you can you can you'll find that aha moment of like you know what I can kick life in the dick again so uh, yeah by the way I'd that's like my new that. favorite saying thank you thank you uncle will um he always I'm says to us have a great day and kick life and in the put dick on a post-it note like that yum post-it note mm. I'm gonna put it up on my wall so I can see it 
and Ashley's learning to read at the moment, Hell so hang on. Yeah. Um, oh. Anyway. <laughs> Mummy, what does that say? Maybe. <laughs> you, could, you could say, you could say, kick it in the pick. And kick she won't quite pick. know. Oh. The other thing that I for so long objected against because I thought, ew, it doesn't work. Um, not mantras. Not manifestation. Affirmations. Affirmations. That's the one. See, I care so little for them. I don't even know what they're called. And I have at my desk at work, I have a note, a sticky note that says, this is fun. This is easy. This is cool or simple. No, this is simple. This is easy. This is fun. And I say this to myself whenever I'm about to, my boss wrote it for me for my, and I'm going to frame it. It, um, he wrote it down for my first ever meeting by myself. Wow. where I was kicking off with a client and I was really being boss dog babe that I am. So I I know whenever I go to do something I really don't want to do or I'm communicating bad news or things are not going quite how I want, I literally stare at it and I, I say it out loud and everyone at work laughs at me, laughs at me and I'm like, I have, to, I have to say it out loud. Otherwise, I, I just, I will ignore it. Or even like another thing was I was asked to write down all the things that I look for in a leader. And then I was told, cool, write that down and stare at that because that's what you're going to become. And I was like, oh, that was a plot twist I didn't see coming. <laughs> so it's like, in- <laughs> and it was, I thought that was so cool because now I stare at it every day and I did it in really bad calligraphy, did different styles of writing for each thing. And it was like integrity, inclusiveness, approachable, like a lot of lame, normal things that you want in a leader. And I was like, far out, you're smart. You're like, yay, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Who is our next guest next episode, by the way. Stay, you don't want to miss this one. It is Joe Say, more than a peach, my friend, in summer. So... It um, was just like even these simple things or my psychologist, because therapy is cool, says to me, uh, you're the real deal, bitch. And I have it written on my mirror. So small things like this where I was so opposed to it because I thought, ew, that's lame. That sucks. No. Uh, Okay. That word needs to go from your vocabulary. Lame or sucks or both? Lame. Lame. Mm. Yeah, because it makes you feel like like it's like so like, do you know what I mean? Like the word's like, (laughs) that is exactly, exactly, exactly that. Yeah, I I actually agree with you. Is that if you could literally verbalize a word, like the definition of a word, lame is, yes, that's that's me, Finn. Cut. I should stop. (laughs) End of scene. End of scene. Well, I'll, I'll just add to that. I do have one thing that's on my wall and it says, it sounds like, now I was just going to say, this sounds a little bit lame, but um, it actually says, <laughs> it says, I love myself regardless. Oh, yum. Is that good? I think I love that. It's the only one I've really kept because I thought, you know what, when I'm sitting here and I'm putting myself down, it's like, no. Or if I'm sitting here, I don't feel like I've done a good job or someone complains or someone does whatever. It's like, or I didn't do that gym workout or I'm sitting here with a glass of wine or I'm sitting here, whatever. I I love myself regardless. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so Mm. it's just giving me kind of, mm, mm. it's giving me those vibes. Like, mm. 
Like, mm. I don't need to justify mm. anything to anyone. I'm still a good human and I'm still lovable. And it's definitely not me. It's like, <laughs> so I, I love it. And I'm going to add that to my sticky, my sticky notes have grown. I've got so many going on and I need to get a damn frame for that other one. Cause that's like my OG, like, I'm really going to refer back to this. Um, <laughs> and actually the other quick hot tip for young players is I find just even, even look, you're allowed a pity party. I'll allow yeah, it. Okay. But if you're in a constant pity party, it's like, okay, I will happily kick you up the ass with love. But when I get in that stage and I need to vent cause I need it. Cause actually, oh, that, that just, that just closure. That was the C word I forgot about closure. That's a huge thing for me is that unless I've, dealt with it or or in my head <sighs> so and I know true. like even as small as oh okay so much is just coming back to me so with closure and this all ties back into what I was segueing into when I remembered this is that I need to rant to other creatives who can really empathize with me on another level or other business owners that can empathize with me on what I'm ranting about but look this could copy paste insert your human that's your person and you've had a shit day at work and you need to vent about it because they've had shit days at work and i find whenever because i give our og sarah from desert lily vintage a call every now and then and have a rant with her or just catch up or even talking with you barbie i find when i connect with other creatives that can really understand what i'm going through even for a bitch and they haven't given me any wise words or things like that which nine times out of ten you always give me wise words and so does Sarah. So it's definitely, I find that being able to rant and just get it off my chest, that gives me closure and it helps me go, cool, it's done and dealt with. And the other big C part of closure and the big, beautiful, juicy C word is that on my trip, I also had a moment where I thought someone was breaking into my house. That got really dramatic really quickly and I called the cops and there was like four squad cars to my house and I was watching wow. on my cameras. I felt like a bloody big brother mode uh it turns out it was hunter water trying to read my meter uh so he got a fright because they hunted him down and i deed him thoroughly so sorry guy who read my water meter but maybe knock on my door next time you enter my property so i don't freak out um but for instance like this situation really bothered me because i, I got i got really anxious because i'm like i'm in another city i I'm so useless right now. I cannot do anything. And I got just a sudden adrenaline because my room is front facing. So if you walk into our front yard, you'll see me in the nudie Rudy or doing something stupid. So, you know, it's, I suddenly had panic because I leave my window open all the time. I thought, shh, so they're going to get in through my house there. What about the other girls? They're all at work. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And I never saw him leave. And so that really just it was so much adrenaline and fear. And then it was all good. But then it was like, oh, I don't know what to do with all this emotion now because I'm all, I'm, I'm up to here and everything's now fine. But I'm like, how do I come back down? Mm. And for me, I know this is going to sound so stupid because what are Hunter Water going to do? But I emailed to complain, <laughs> to just complain of the fact of like, with my particular history as to why I have security cameras. Yeah. For me to get closure on that situation, I had to write a complaint, even though full well, everyone laughs at me saying, oh, you wrote a complaint. What are they going to do? I, I know this logically. It made you feel totally better. No, probably nothing will happen. But to me, in my head, my primal brain it was, I've assigned this problem to someone else. Now I can continue with my day. And that's probably why when you said that, I was like, oh, big toot. Because 
even if you've got to find, even if you kind of start to, you know, get that bit more self-awareness of how you function as a person, um, which, by the way, fun, long journey, been here for 25 years and only just kind of figuring out the surface level. But if you kind of can figure out and know that, cool, I actually can't let things go until I've had some sense of closure, is finding how to do that with whether or not that's your creative block. Cool. Do you need to write a letter telling someone to go fuck themselves because they didn't choose you at a tender, (laughs) but then you burnt that letter and that brought you closure because you sent it in your head. Or even if you literally put it in an envelope, address it and go, hey, Sean, can you deliver this letter? So in your head, it's like, cool, my problem is now sent away. I can now kick ass and kick life in the dick again. And I think Mm. that's a huge thing is like, I don't know if a lot of people feel like they've got to function like this. I envy people who can just compartmentalize and function. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, yeah, even in the strangest way is finding that little bit of something to close off that chapter so then it's not open and niggling at you, like like my beautiful book pile that's next to my bed of unread books and half-read books. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Don't even start me. Don't even start me on that. <laughs> but then I just put, like, a crystal on top of my book stash and it makes it feel like it's okay, like – you know, the energy so levels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much better. And then plus it looks really cute on my bedside table. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, closure in all forms. Crystals, letters and complaints. <laughs> no, Georgie, that's that's actually really good advice because when you were saying that, I thought, oh, so I just told people obviously in the cr- latest creative quickie that I do, um, I do incense every morning. I thought, what about – I now like up the ante, right? And as mm. I'm like, how am I feeling in the morning when I light my incense? Instead of just going, make lots of money today, maybe I should be <laughs> like riding, riding, riding <laughs> while I'm doing my meditation. Make with the my money, incense. make the money, make yeah, the money. Yeah. I am wealthy. <laughs> I am wealthy. Um, I should also like expensive write on a post. Thoughts. Yeah, expensive thoughts. The phone is going to ring with a giant project. Um, I should also <laughs> write down on a post-it note, like something that maybe is irking me. Exactly right, and just get it out, mm. like so that I can exact, so that mm. I can just kind of like feel okay. Yeah, have my closure, and I'll burn it with, with the it. incense. I'm here for this. Well, Georgie, you have definitely inspired me, and. I love that a Melbourne oh, trip. Oh, my God. I know. I love that a trip that just started off so horrific and just kind of got worse <laughs> and worse and worse ended up being mm. something that is very valuable. And also, I'm just going to mm-hmm. add something very, and very quickly. I think maybe yeah. that might have taught you a lesson that as a travel agent previously of 17 years, maybe it's time to get a little bit of help with your travel arrangements. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> definitely. Got, got back to work, told work everything, and my boss just went, yeah, so the takeaway is that you won't plan trips. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely off that co- – you're off that committee for work, by the way. <laughs> the dead giveaway should have been the last work trip I went on. I also nearly made us mo- lose our, miss our flight. All right, Miss Georgie. Well, I just want to thank you for being amazing and for inspiring me with your mishaps. (laughs) (laughs) Always here to entertain. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think there's some amazing tips there for everyone that, you know what, get out of our funk by doing something different, hey? Oh, yeah. 
Or if you just want to laugh about someone else's misery, just tune in for the first 11 minutes. That's all I ask. <laughs> True. All right, Georgie. Mm. Well, I think we should end on a high. I reckon. I reckon. So, Georgie. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bobby. Can I get a whoop whoop? A whoop whoop. <laughs> For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers.